What would we do, baby, without us? Shalala. Hello, and welcome to another very special episode of Alex P. Keaton is my friend. I'm your friend, Phil Vecchio, and on this episode, we'll be discussing Season 4, Episode 3 of Family Ties. This episode is titled Mr. Wrong, and it originally aired on October 17th, 1985. And with me, as always, to discuss this episode is my very special co-host, Keith. Hey, Phil. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Um, Mr. Wrong? No. Mr. Right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Mr. Such Moore. Such a good episode. I'm so happy we're finally in the Nick era, because right? I love Nick so much. But I'm already pretty sad, because I feel like we're already on the downhill slide to the end, and I'm just, I want it to last forever. We are over halfway now, for mm. sure. Is there any more secret TV movies that you haven't told me about that are coming up that maybe will help, uh, you know, ease the pain? Well, there's no more TV movies, but there are other special things. I think I mentioned, but just a refresher, there is a crossover episode with Steven and Andy. So we will watch that when that comes up. Okay. And there is the pilot for the spinoff show, The Art of Being Nick, which features our very own Nick Moore. Oh. And we will be watching that uh, when that part, you know, when that would have aired. I don't understand with as great as Nick is, how did that show not make it? I don't know. I've I've never actually watched the pilot before, so I'll be watching it for the first time. Maybe it didn't turn out as well. Maybe they needed the whole Keaton family dynamic. I'm not sure. I feel like they used to give shows like, you know, a season to figure out if anybody was going to watch it or not. Yeah, and it just never, I don't know if it ever actually even aired, but it is on my DVD set. Oh. It may be on YouTube, but if not, you know, I can hook you up and we can watch that because okay, we've yes. got to see that. I'm already excited to watch it. Isn't Nick amazing? He is so incredible. His hair is so amazing, too. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I mean, in his, his whole thing, he's like kind of half Rambo, half Fonzie, like all Nick. It's yes. Just, oh, the one earring. I mean... Oh, yeah. Trying to get Alex to wear an earring. (laughs) (laughs) You need to loosen up. (laughs) But the best part for me of Nick, like all throughout, is always his dynamic with Steven. Like they're back and forth and you'll it it goes on. This is not the only episode with them. They just play off each other so well. They have the perfect chemistry. Yeah. And I absolutely love it. Oh, such a good episode. And Alex was so like campaigning against him the whole time. (laughs) I know. Steven? And I love that Steven Oof. is like, okay, I don't like that you and I are agreeing on something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I do like that it was ultimately Alex, I think, that uh, sealed the fate of Nick being able to come back. He, he was working too hard against Mallory and Nick, so Steven and Elise knew that they couldn't side with him. So they're, they're like, okay, you can see him. <laughs> Sha-la-la-la! Before we get into this episode in particular, we do have a couple of business items to discuss before we get there. Well, I do like business. Is this old business or new business? New business and old business. Okay. A little of both. Yeah. First, the new business. The new business is our upcoming schedule. And that schedule is that we are approaching the winter holidays. we got Christmas. we got New Year's coming up. And we are going to go on a brief hiatus until uh, the new year. Oh, perfect. Okay. 
take so, a couple weeks uh, off then and uh, enjoy some yes. family time. We'll be back in January. And so, you know, don't worry if you don't see a new episode. That's planned. Just like a TV series that goes on a break, you know, over the new year. That's that's how it goes. And uh, we'll be back again in January with the next episode. So this will be the last one until January. Okay. All right. Yes, well, that makes sense. That's important. Yeah. We... I. Schedules already this week were tight, and so we wound up. It, we, I thought maybe we get another one in there, but I don't think it's going to happen. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, Mother Nature wasn't being kind to us either. Yeah, that's right. So, what happened? How we had to postpone a recording because what happened over at your house, Keith? So my power went out, <laughs> and ironically, you and I had talked earlier that day, and you're like, "Hey, how's your power?" And I said, "Well, my power's been pretty good. It's flickered a couple times. My internet went down a few times, and so yeah." You know, we thought we could still kind of make it work, but gosh, what was it? It was, I think we were going to record at like nine and about eight, 15, eight 30. Boom. <laughs> yep. I was like, well, that's inconvenient. Well, and I knew the reason I had asked is because our power had been flickering all day. And then I was looking at like, you know, Facebook and the local groups and people all around town were saying, well, it's out over here. It's out in this area. And ours never went totally out, but I just had a feeling it might at some point. Sure enough, because we had a huge rainstorm, you know, that was like the large reason. And it was really windy as well. Yeah. That wind started kicking up and it was gusting. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So we, uh, it came back about an hour and a half later. So, but by then I was already in bed. I'm yeah, like, that, well, that's late. Give me family ties or give me sleep, I guess. That's all I said. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the funny thing is, like, I could record because we talk on the phone. I mean, I guess this is a peek behind the curtain. But we talk on the phone to record remotely. Yes. And my computer, you know, I'm on a laptop, so it's charged. Mm -hmm. So I could get through a recording without internet and without electricity as long as we didn't take too long. Because in the computer, you know, the battery might die after a while. But yeah. So I do have a laptop as well. I actually record on a Mac. And so I would have to download, you know, the app and whatnot on my laptop. But I normally keep my laptop charged, especially like when I see that there's a chance for a storm. Because, you know, like, you know, you always want your phone and your laptop or computer to have some power in case you need it. Well, and that would be the bigger issue for me because my phone is old and it loses power quickly. So I always have it like plugged in while we talk. Oh, so yeah, if it was, that would be what would go out quickly for me is the phone. It wouldn't last, you know, the full time. So, well, worst case scenario, you could probably grab Janelle's though, too. That's true. That's true. So but we could still keep it going. That's true. But it worked out. We're, we're doing it now, but we're we really no doing power. it. We're doing it. It's happening. <laughs> so we did like we watched the episode at our house several days ago. Yeah, same. But I think I, my notes are good enough, and it was such a good episode. I think we'll be able to cover it. Up. Oh, it was a beautiful episode, and <laughs> I it's the first time in a while that we've we've got uh, another character that's more centric around somebody besides Alex or even really uh, Elise, you know, with the baby and everything. So yeah. Um, yeah, this really lets Mallory shine a lot in the family. So. Oh, and she oh did she shine. <laughs> was it just me or did her voice even sound a little bit different in this episode you can tell she's like starting to get a little bit older and i think she's kind of coming into like her adult voice yeah i mean i didn't notice in particular this episode but she's definitely like growing older and you know her relationship because of the way she talks with and about nick it makes her sound older you know so mm-hmm. i don't know yeah yeah because they never really like did did they say how old he was 
I know that mm. they mentioned that he should be in in school, but he just he should go. be in school, right? So, so he's, he's not gonna like be way roughly older. her age, and she's almost eighteen as a, as of this episode. Mm-hmm. I so think, you know, didn't Julia tell us like sense. in this season she's in eleventh grade, so she's like a, think, a junior, and so like I think we got one more year of her being in high school before she graduates. I think so, and almost eighteen that checks out. I turned eighteen my senior year, so yeah, same. Oh nope. no, I never did. I turned 17 my senior year. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you said you never turned 18. I'm like, wow, <laughs> no, how did I, that work? <laughs> I decided to skip that one. I thought, you know, that was not really a milestone. I'm just going to be 17 part two. <laughs> I'm like Prince. I was 19 minus one. 19 minus one. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, before, again, we have one more thing of business. I keep, I know it's, this episode is so good. I can't help but like keep talking about it. But one other thing of old business we got to address before we get into it because I don't want to forget about this. Okay. Last week we talked about omelets quite a bit. Yes. Because of the article in the, in the magazine, Alex talked about with omelets, the omelet craze that was happening. Mm-hmm. And so Julia, our amazing listener from Germany, Wrote to us. Um, she actually commented on the episode, and I had to just talk about what she said here because our vision of the world is very narrow. <laughs> because <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. She watched the episode. First of all, it was amazing because I posted the episode, and like she made a comment on it about an hour later that said like, "Oh, that was great." Because I guess it right when I posted it, she happened to like see it and she listened to it immediately. So oh, it was wow. like the fastest turnaround of comments ever. Nice. She said, on the show, we asked about omelets in other countries. And then she said, sure, with like big long U's. <laughs> sure, we have omelets. And then like a silly face. <laughs> Not sure what's my favorite, though. I don't need much filling. Oh, So I guess like, you know, we're like load them up with all kinds of stuff here, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can think of probably 10 different omelets right off the top of my head. Well, I guess not a lot of fillings. At least that's Julia's taste. So, hmm. but... I guess omelets are not like a unique thing to us or anything like that. Well, I mean, that's good. I mean, eggs have been around, I feel like, for a long time. So I'm I'm sure most people have figured out different ways to cook them. Probably so. And I guess like mixing them together and then putting other stuff in it is not like a super unique idea. So that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if they put spam in them in Germany, though. I don't know. I don't put spam in them here, but I know some people do. Oh, I love spam so much. I mean, I'm not, like, totally grossed by spam, but it's definitely not, like, something I would seek out. Oh, okay. Well, I know in the old days, you know, it had that, uh, like, a gelatinous uh, coating. Yeah. And that's pretty that funky. No, it's gone. Okay. And that would that would definitely help me to uh, be a little more interested in it. Yeah. It comes out of the can pretty, like, uh, clean and ready to go, you know? Okay. And you can yeah. eat it straight out of the can if you really needed to. Mm-hmm. My dad really liked Spam, at least when I was a kid, and I, he had it a lot. Ironically, Heidi never grew up with it, but I did. And then when we started going to Hawaii, you know, it's very, very popular in well, Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. So it's not uncommon for us to eat Spam multiple times in one week while we're on the island. Now, when I do have Spam, a way that I would like it is, like, fried up. Oh, 100%. Like, slice it and fry it up. Like, that's a way that I would enjoy it, you know? Yeah. As opposed to, like, raw out of the can. That that wouldn't be as good. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like most people eat it right out of the can. Although my dad definitely did at times. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. But just, you know, 
throwing it in a pan and getting it to uh, you know fry up nice is good, good, good. Mm. <laughs> Here we go talking about food again. <laughs> always, <right>. always. <laughs> so omelets. <laughs> Omelets. So the other thing then that Julia pointed out from the episode that I wanted to mention was that remember there's a part where Alex is flashing back through his relationship with Ellen. Yes. And thinking back, and remember we talked about like the frisbee and all the stuff that didn't actually happen. Mm-hmm. But it, what she said was that all the scenes that it showed are alternative versions. Even like we didn't mention this, we thought like some of it, like when they kiss or when the cupboard falls off, she said they're actually alternate takes of those scenes. It's not, oh. it doesn't appear the way that it appeared in the previous episode. Okay. All right. And her theory was that that seems to be like Alex's more perfect version of those moments, you know, which that makes sense. He's idealizing that. So that was a pretty good catch there. Yeah. Okay. I like that. That's a, that's a good, uh, good thought. So thank you, Julia, for pointing that out. And uh, just another call out to our other listeners. Please join us on our Alex B. Keaton is my friend uh, group on Facebook. And you can interact and tell us about your thoughts on the episodes. And, of course, you can always write to us at alexbkeatonismyfriend at gmail.com. And uh, let us know your thoughts on the show. Yeah, and omelets, too. And omelets. Still (laughs) interested in omelets. Do you like omelets? (laughs) And food. Yeah, well, that's my problem, too. Sha-la-la-la. Let's get down to this episode. I think, Keith, it's time for you to enlighten us. Tell us what happened in this episode. So, first off, we open back with a theme song. So, we didn't do a cold open or anything like that. We start with the theme song. And I really yeah. took a minute to watch it. And I noticed that at the very end, there's the family portrait. And obviously, Andy's in it. And it's Andy the baby and I feel like it's the one that they've used lately that we have theorized that it's a Meredith Baxter's baby. But, uh, you know, a cute little baby. And I was just like, oh, interesting. But still, no credits on Andy to this day, right? Did- Correct. Still no, nothing official. Okay, so he's not credited in this episode either. All right, well. Nope. So we get our theme song. We open in the living room, which is, you know, it's either the kitchen or the living room. So this time it was the <laughs> living right. room. And uh, Mel's coming down the stairs, and she's wearing paratrooper pants and a camo tank top. <laughs> and um, <laughs> they were asking if she was headed off to war. And she said, but no, you know, this is what Nick likes. And he's going to come over. And they've been together now for apparently three weeks. And so the family's going to get the first chance to meet him finally. And so they're all kind of excited. Nobody knows what to expect. And uh, then you hear the roar of a motorcycle. And it gets quiet. And then you just hear yelling. Mallory! Mallory! <laughs> totally sounds like Rambo, too, as he's yelling. Yep. And uh, she opens the door, and you know she's telling everybody, oh, yeah, he's so excited to meet you. And she's like, oh, come on in. And he goes, do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, you're crazy. Uh, so he finally comes in, and we get to meet Nick in all of his glory, his big hair, his one <laughs> earring, the dangly, like, cross earring. <laughs> In, I, I don't know if, like, you know, what it makes you uh, think of when you see him, uh, but it totally reminded me of The Lost Boys. Oh, yeah, like Kiefer Sutherland? Yes, that vampire movie. Yeah, yeah and I absolutely. Like, I can see that. Nick would have been perfect in that movie. He would have fit in just like <laughs> the rest of them. So we get to know a little bit about uh, Nick. He doesn't go to school. He's an environmental artist, and he loves garbage. And uh, you he know, hopes you, to be a garbage man someday. <laughs> yeah, so that way you have access to the best garbage. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so it was kind of fun to watch Alex and uh, Steven kind of wrap their head around uh, what the best garbage was and, you know, to uh, aspire to be a garbage man. So <laughs> needless to say, the family's not super excited about him in the first place and uh, they don't take too kindly to him. You know, we move over to the kitchen and we get Elise and Alex and they're kind of showing Andy how to eat and Elise is trying to feed him. It's all over Andy's face. So then she's going to make Alex do it so that way he can demonstrate for Andy. And uh, you, you get a pretty funny scene overall. And Alex doesn't do well either. So uh, Stephen walks in and uh, Elise complains that neither one of those boys know how to eat and will do their job. <laughs> but... Uh, it's at that time that we find out that uh, Nick is coming back. He's picking up Mallory. This is four nights in a row. So Elise and Steven are a little bit concerned because, you know, she's not paying as much attention to her schoolwork. She's going out. She's staying out late. Uh, they ended up telling both of them, like, hey, you guys need to come home a little earlier because you're staying out too late. And then we get the midnight scene, you know, where they're waiting up. Oh, and yeah. Steven's agitated. Elise is trying to be calm and talk him down a little bit. And uh, they finally come in, and the first thing Nick says is, hey, uh, I want to take Mallory away for the weekend. And uh, <laughs> is this a good time? And and Stephen says, no, nah, now's not probably the right time to ask. And he said, oh, well, uh, you know, I got to ask soon because we got to get the ice cream truck. It takes a couple days for it to thaw out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that made me laugh so hard. So after that, Stephen has kind of decided he's going to put his foot down. He needs them to break up. They can't. She can't see him anymore. They can't be together anymore. And so the next morning at breakfast, Elise tells Stephen that uh, Mallory's upset. And he just said, you know, he goes on kind of a diatribe about how no one understands how hard it is to be the dad. And, you know, it's. It's the worst job and it's thankless and nobody ever appreciates it. And, <laughs> but he's just trying to keep his kids safe. So and the kind of funny thing is, is that Elise really wants to give Nick a chance. And yeah. so she's really trying to talk uh, Stephen down. And then Alex comes in and he doubles down on the whole thing about being on, you know, uh, against Nick. And and so I think that's finally what pushes Stephen and Elise to let Mallory see him again. They're, they're going to invite him over for dinner. And so <laughs> he uh, they invite him over to dinner. He comes over. It's super weird, really quiet. Everybody's uncomfortable. I think Jennifer coughs once at one point, and then Steven's like, oh, yeah, Jen? What, what, what are you that? saying? <laughs> and she's like, oh, I coughed. And he goes, oh, I thought you had something to say. And she's like, well, you know, I don't. I just coughed. And he goes, okay, well, if you do have something to say, I really want to hear it. <laughs> so, so awkward. It was so awkward. Well, it ends up blowing up. Uh, Steven starts talking to Nick and doesn't get a lot of response back. And, um, you know, Steven's pushing about school and being educated. And Nick doesn't see the point of that. And he's got kind of a different mindset. And so it ends up to where Nick storms out. and Steven's yelling and he's yelling at Mallory. And he says a couple of things that aren't very kind about, uh, you know, the difference between Mallory and Alex and uh, I, I'm sure we'll talk about that in a little bit, too. Yes. But Mallory ends up getting mad. And then she tells uh, that uh, she tells her dad that it's just not fair and that Alex can do what he wants. Alex shouldn't be able to kind of get away with any everything. They raised her 
to be a good girl and to make good decisions and to be smart. And they've got to at some point let go. She's almost 18 and they have to start to trust her judgment. And for some reason that brings Steven around a little bit and Nick ends up knocking on the door and he walks in and they all kind of have a heart to heart. And he says, well, that after a long, confusing uh, scene, they decide that uh, they can still see each other and we get uh, Nick and Mallory with a kiss and a freeze frame. That's it. It was crazy. So good. I'm not not going to say that you can't see her anymore. <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> uh, this also, like, Nick episodes are always, like, heartfelt. But he's also, like, it's laugh out loud funny. Like, I think we laughed out loud at least the most in quite a few episodes. Like, it's just so good. I love Oh, yeah. It. No, he's hilarious. And his timing is perfect, too. Great actor. He really works well with the cast. And it's almost like, you know, he's been around for a while. Just the way that they really worked off of each other. You can tell. I wonder if they intended him to come on long term or if it was just like supposed to be a one off and it went well. Because you can tell, like you said, right from the start, like he's definitely going to be a good part of this cast. Oh, yeah. And then just wait until we get Skippy and Nick together. Oh. I can imagine Skippy's going to be so mad because he loves Mallory so much. He's jealous. Oh, yes. There's there's a lot of good things to come. Oh, it's going to be amazing. I love it. I, I just I love the dynamic. And I feel like it gives like a whole new purpose to Steven. Like his his dad talks are like next level from here on out, you know. Oh, really? And I always thought he did a pretty good job with that. Oh, he always has, but just the way he has to grapple with, like, letting go of control over Mallory and all this is just, it's so great to see. It's such, it's so genuine, but also so, so funny. Mm, I can't wait. Oh, Nick was so good. And he's just kind of, like, deadpan. Like, he's just, like, you know, hey. And then he's, like, looking down. He doesn't even make eye contact with him half the time. And I, I imagine, like, you know, trying to film that had to be difficult, like, you know, because you're looking in somebody's eyes and you're having a conversation or even a heartfelt moment. And there's a lot of times when they're talking and Nick's not looking at him. But it's definitely a part of his character. I mean, he's, you know, he's he's quirky. He doesn't, like, get along with everyone. But not because he's mean. He's just, like, different. He's artistic. And he's misunderstood. And you get all of that, like, right away. And it's it's And it's a testament to Scott Valentine's acting. Because I don't know if you remember, like, during the Family Ties reunion, like he's not like that. That's not the type of person he is. No, at all. You no. know, <laughs> he seemed to be like really outgoing and you know excited. And no, it was that was pretty funny. Sha-la-la-la. Well, since we love Nick so much, I think this is a good time to talk about Scott Valentine in our guest star uh, section here. Oh, let's do it. So we only have the only guest star, and really he becomes a regular, but since it's his first time, we're going to treat him as guest star, is Scott Valentine as Nick. There's no one else in the episode. We do have Andy, like you said, but we don't have any credits, so we're going to move along from that. All right. (laughs) But Scott Valentine plays Nick Moore. Nick Moore is his last name, is Moore. Uh, He's got 64 acting credits, and he's still doing acting like to this day, although not quite as frequently. Um, but he's got currently a movie that's in pre-production that he's got a role in. doesn't say a lot about it, called The Walkers. So he's hmm. actively doing something right now. And he did a short in 2019 called Cardboard by Your Name. Before that, though, you know, I think it was like 2010, maybe. 
And I didn't write down everything he's in, but you know, here and there, it's not like constantly acting, but he's been active more or less since then. Okay. Some highlights though. He was in a 2010 movie. It was like a straight to video movie called Airline Disaster. And he co-starred with Meredith Baxter. Oh, so they got to work together again. Yes. And in that, I believe they were brother and sister, if I remember correctly. He was like her younger brother. Okay. In the movie. I haven't seen it, but, you know, from the description and stuff, that's what it looks like. Wow. He's also done a lot of voice acting for a lot of, like, all kinds of stuff. A lot of superhero things, like Batman the Animated Series. He was in Superman the Animated Series. He was in an animated series of The Phantom, Phantom 2040, which I didn't even know was a thing. Yeah. But I'm going to have to look that up because he was in like 35 episodes as The Phantom. Oh, interesting. Let's see. Pinky and the Brain, Animaniacs, Batman Beyond. So all kinds of animated stuff. Interesting. Um, I've seen a lot of those things, so I'm not sure how I missed that. Yeah. Well, and some of them, like he did an episode here and there, but others he was like a regular on. So Okay. A bunch. As far as live action goes, he was in uh, the series called Black Scorpion, which I think I want to say like TBS or USA or one of those kinds of things, if I remember correctly. They also made a couple of movies and he's been in like all the movies afterwards and stuff. So that was like like 22 episodes is the same character plus a bunch of movies. Hmm. Um, He also did TV shows like News Radio. Walker, Texas Ranger, Murder, She Wrote, Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman, Matlock, Perry Mason, and Knight Rider, all the way back uh, around the same era, like 1985. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's been he's been in a lot. Yeah, that's really cool. Pretty good thing. He also, of course, was in The Art of Being Nick, which is the spinoff like we talked about. This is his first of 41 episodes on Family Ties, oh. so we've got a lot more Nick. We've got 40 more to go. All right. Yes. He's got more than Ellen yes. does. He does. He's in it more than Ellen. So, wow. Like, which, yeah, we just had the big emotional thing with Ellen, and she's not even in this episode. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. And Alex acts like he's not even in love. Well, and I think what they needed to do is to give Nick a full episode to really get to meet Nick, and that makes sense. You know, yeah. we have... This other storyline in there, this had to be focused on him. But it is kind of funny that we went straight from this epic story of him being in love to now he's just hanging around the house again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe they haven't uh, had a chance to go on the date since they've been back. I guess so. This could have taken place, like, yeah, right in that little window in between. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That's Scott Valentine. We're not going to, of course, each week that he's on, we're not going to go over his stuff again this will be our introduction to him but just had to go into it and get to know him a little bit and of course he was also on like we said that uh reunion thing that we saw a little bit ago with uh, the rest of the cast so that's still worth checking out if you guys are haven't seen that yet it was really fun yeah and we got to mention yeah yeah only because uh one of the the hosts of this uh, podcast is smart and uh and <laughs> Said, hey, I'm gonna send in a little bit of money and uh, get my my email read. Or they weren't reading yep. emails. What were they reading? Well, it was like donations. Like if you donated to the thing, they would do like a little dedication. You could write a dedication. Dedication. In there. That's the word. And it would say who it was from. And so it was from the host of Alex B. Keaton is my friend. Oh, you're so. brilliant. And and by you know host you you were the one that did that. So. <laughs> I think I said hosts, plural. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, you're always super kind, but uh, you guys are brilliant. I think you and Janelle were watching it live, and you were like, wait a minute. 
Yes, I couldn't have done it without Janelle. She was like helping to operate it behind the scenes to make sure it got in there. You know, she was like getting in the thing to do the donation and stuff. So, well, shout out Janelle. Hey, yes. speaking oh. of, I mean, you guys are going to continue to do uh, Mandarian during the break, though, right? Uh, maybe we've got one more episode that probably will drop like right before this one that we were listening to now. And it's possible we'll get another episode in. If nothing else, we'll definitely be doing Instagram stuff because this is our dejunk December still. We've been getting rid of a lot of stuff. Nice. It's been good. Well, and it's always fun when you get a holiday Janelle or winter break Janelle. And that way, you know, yes. she kind of she uh, really turns it on. That It's true. And it's very possible. It just depends because sometimes, you know, we're feeling in the mood and we do it. And other times we're like, oh, there's so much to do and we don't get around to it. So we'll see. No guarantees. That may be on the same hiatus that we are here. But it is a little more convenient to record since I live in the same house with her. So, you know. She can't get away from you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a captive audience. Yay! So So we'll see. But we we will be at least doing like our de-junk December over there. So that's Mandarian Orange Show. And if you guys want to check that out, you should do that. Yeah, you totally should. It's a fun show. I I enjoy doing it anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I enjoy listening to it. This last episode, the one that, I mean, as of this recording, it's not out yet. But by the time you guys hear this, it will be. I don't know why Janelle and I were like so mellow. And we both were. It's like a very chill episode. I feel like it's still entertaining, but it was a very like you could just tell we were just just kind of relaxed, and it was very. It's a very different episode. So nice. Well, that's good for you guys to hear it. Yeah, that's always <laughs> exciting when you're going into the holidays because I feel like you know the hustle and bustle of the holidays and just all the stuff that goes with it. And I feel like with Janelle being a teacher, like that really like you double down on all the the crazy because the kids get crazy. Absolutely. Plus, my birthday is December 19th, so it's always, like, a little, like, extra going on during the time, so. So, that's yeah. why you don't want to record. No, I'm just kidding. Well, and this is the thing. Janelle <laughs> always has some kind of stuff planned, and I don't know what, like, there's a few days blocked out, and I'm not allowed to know what it is or what we're doing or what's happening, so I can't schedule anything during that time. Yeah. So, I no, that. Well, that's a, a pretty vital, and uh, it's really nice to, to see that she does that for you, you know, before before Christmas, because, you know, us December yes. babies, you we know. always kind of get the raw end of the deal, and the closer you get to Christmas, the worse it is. And she's always been really, really cool about that, so yeah. I do appreciate that. This is your 40th birthday, right? Your big one? <laughs> it is my 40th uh, anniversary of me being three. <laughs> your 40th anniversary of being three yes that's right that almost sounds like my 19 minus one <laughs> exactly <laughs> been celebrating that three-year-old birthday ever since Sha-la-la-la. you should tell us some of the jokes that you saw oh so much like i i had to like check myself and not just write down everything that was said in this episode because it was all so good i was just like I got to enjoy it a little bit too, but there's so much good stuff in it. When Nick first shows up to the house and he's, you know, again, very like reluctant to come in and then he's very awkward and he, he says to Alex and Jennifer together and he says, how you's doing? And Alex says, we's doing fine. 
Which totally cracked me up, but it also cracked up Jennifer. You can see in that answer when Alex says, we's doing fine, like, she totally breaks and has to, like, turn away and starts laughing, which is fantastic. But I get (laughs) it. Like, I couldn't be in that room and not laugh either, you know? Oh, no. I wonder how many times they had to film that, too, to make that right. Oh, it's so many because it's just so so funny. So good. We's doing fine. Mallory is hoping that Nick is coming home. And it's actually coming over, and it's actually Stephen coming home. And she's like, oh, I thought you were Nick. And he goes, it's just me, Stephen Keaton, a non-criminal. <laughs> and I just love his, like, he hates Nick so much. And he's usually so, like, welcoming and kind to everyone. And he just cannot stand him, and I love it. Yeah. He also says that our daughter is dating Rambo. <laughs> and he has so many great just choice words. And he's um, not wrong because Nick does look a little bit like Rambo. I mean, totally. That's totally got the Rambo hair. And yep. he's kind of got like, you know, hey, yo, hey. Yep. me. A little bit of Stallone in there. I love when he's like, he's decided that like Mallory is not going to date Nick. He just can't handle it. But he doesn't want to just like dictate that she can't do it. Right. So mm-hmm. he talks with Elise. And first of all, Elise says, you know what she's going to say? If you tell her she can't date him, she's going to say, I'm 18 and I'm old enough to do what I want and you can't stop me. I'm almost 18. And, <laughs> right. And so he has this big confrontation with her and it starts out real slow. Like he's trying to like talk around it and be like all buddy, buddy and, you know, not come out right and say she can't date him. And he's like, you know, I really miss, uh, Wally Mutchison, why don't you call him and, uh, and you know, wh- whatever happened to him? And Mallory's like, why don't you call him up, Dad? I'm sure he'd like to hear from you. You know, <laughs> she's, like, not, like, falling for it. And so, finally, he comes out and he says, like, nope, like, I do. Like, I forbid you. You can't date him. And sure enough, Mallory says exactly what Elise said. Well, I'm almost 18. <laughs> I'm old enough to do what I want. And you can't stop me. And then the look that Elise gives Steven at that point is just, like, perfection. Like, I told you so, and it's just great. Yes. (laughs) And Steven says, when he's talking to the lease, who are all these people coming to our door wanting our daughter? I hate them. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, I wrote that one down, too, because just the way he says it, I hate them. I hate them. I was like, yes. (laughs) And I totally identify with that character too, because my goodness, like, I mean, Otter's only 13, but I know it's going to happen. And Oh I yeah. I just don't know. I don't know how I'm going to feel. Yeah. And I mean, it could be two years, three years. Yep. It could be next year. You never it, know. It could it's be. Terrible. And I'm not, I'm not ready for it. Nope. <laughs> do what I do. Harry Potter closet. Harry Potter closet. <laughs> Man, I got to get one of those made. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. We don't have stairs. Dang it. <laughs> that's okay. Just put it in the garage. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's good. Yeah. You've got some extra room in your garage now, I heard. So. Yeah. We're getting there. We're making some room. So that's perfect. Oh, that's awesome. I also love they're like at the awkward dinner and starts to escalate. Steven keeps kind of going on about education and how. He needs, you know, Nick should be in school. And finally, Nick's, like, had it. And one of his things he says, he says, I'm not smart. I'm not educated. I'm not sophisticated. I'm not Charles Bronson. (laughs) (laughs) Which, for those not in the know, Charles Bronson is, like, a, you know, action star, like, totally, 
you know, in like dumb action flicks, like super violent movies like Death Wish or whatever, like not your epitome of sophistication, but to Nikki is, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I didn't realize that he died in 2003. Oh, wow. I didn't know that either. That's a long time ago. But he was born in 1921. Yeah, I guess he was just a tough old guy. He really was. Because I remember, like, Charles Bronson, like, his movies were, like, kind of the 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 bad to the bone kind of guy ones. So he's, I guess, another one of Nick's heroes. <laughs> the epitome of sophistication. That's right. <laughs> It says that at the height of his fame in 1970, he was the world's number one box office attraction, and he commanded a million dollars per film in the 70s. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. In 70s money, yeah. Oh, yeah. My goodness. Uh, Like, I think my parents' house that they bought was like $23,000 in the 70s. Well, no wonder Nick looks up to him then. Right? I would too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't say no to a million dollars today. No, I'd be totally fine with that. I'd be right. fine with much less than that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Another bit that I really loved was Alex and Mallory are, like, going at it. Alex is trying to tell her that, you know, Nick is no good for him because, you know, he's just – he's not smart and all this stuff. And, Al- and Mallory's like, you know, you're a real snob, Alex. And he's like, I know that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he was like, like not, prideful of that. Yeah, like that's not an insult. I know I'm a snob. Like, yeah. <laughs> and? <laughs> but I think the single greatest line. Well, okay, there's two more. No, there's three more. Okay, I've got three more. Okay. It was all so good. Steven, like this is probably the like the best like comeuppance though. Steven says, like, if we he's trying to comfort Mallory, she's upset that they don't treat her the same as they treat Alex. And he's like, she's like, you know, if this was Alex, you wouldn't be saying these things to him. And Steven says, if we've given Alex more freedom in his personal life, it's only because he's a boy and you're a girl. Yes. And then he like stops and realizes what he just said. <laughs> and Mallory's like furious. And Elise looks at him and she's like, go ahead. I'd like to hear the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the look she gave him. Oh, oh my gosh. Just, just magical. Oh, yeah. I want to hear more of that. Let's. Yeah. Let's okay. Yes. Going. Where is this going? He's like, oh, dang. <laughs> Do you need a bigger shovel? He's still like arguing with Mallory. And she's like, so I can't go out with guys for the rest of my life. And he's like, no, honey, just for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I think as a dad of a daughter, like that's a I I feel like that's a normal feeling. I'm not super excited when my son goes out, but No, not at all. But Yeah, because he's just you know, you want to hope that you raised them the right way and to make right. good decisions and to be smart and respectful and but ugh. It's, it's hard. Like it. Yeah. Well, my daughter, Audrey, is very independent and self-assured, and I wouldn't have a chance to make this argument with her if Evan wanted to. So, Oh, no. I don't know. I'm if in she for didn't it. kill you, Janelle would. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. I mean, honestly, Stephen comes to the realization that he needs to let her be an independent person. Mm-hmm. But I understand the feeling behind it, though, and it's difficult to reconcile the knowledge with the, you know, the feeling behind it. So, I get it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then the final bit that I wrote down was just uh, Jennifer, her response after all of this. Is she's like, Dad, let's remember this night when I'm 18 so we don't have to go through this all over again. <laughs> yes. Oh, she's so perfect. She is fantastic. 
I feel like, you know, it, it's been a long time since we really got a Jennifer-centric show, an episode. So Yeah, the last one was when she was dealing with Andy coming home and not, like, you know, sharing the spotlight. Yeah, and I think before that was uh, when um, the neighbor guy, what was his name, Scott or whatever? Yeah, was when he, that's right, when he came home to visit or came back to visit. And all he wanted to do was hang out with uh, Mallory. And so it's just like, man, Jennifer is so good. It has so many good zingers. She does. Yeah. And she just wait. She has like great comedic timing. So she does. I, I'm oh. sure we'll get more of her, but it was good that she had at least a few really good lines in this one. Definitely. But it was really good to see Mallory really kind of shine in this episode. And, uh, you know, she kind of is taking charge of her life. She's dressing different. Her hair, whew, her hair. I'm curious to see if you if anybody came to mind when you saw her hair in this episode. I don't know, not in particular. I mean, just other than it being very very 80s. It reminded me of Wolverine from like the first um X-Men movie. <laughs> oh, how funny. Cuz it kind of had to swoop up on both sides, almost kind of, you know, like how Wolverine's is. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's totally Wolverine from, you know, X-Men 1." Oh, how funny. Well, you can tell she was, like, trying to do her hair, like, in a tough way because she's, like, you know, trying to impress Nick. And But that's I, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I want to know how Nick's hair is so perfect when he rides a motorcycle. <laughs> I, I know, because it is perfect. Yeah. It's he, great so, hair. I mean, either you're going to have helmet hair or you're yep. not wearing a helmet and then your hair is just, like, all windblown. Well, I have a feeling Nick's not wearing a helmet going around town. That's just kind of no. the vibe he puts out, you know. <laughs> yes, 100%. That's definitely not his his deal. No. <laughs> I mean, it's not good enough for Charles Bronson. It's not good enough for him. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Although, did you notice, so speaking of clothes, a couple of observations. One, that the tank top that Nick wears in one of the scenes is mm-hmm. a Monty Python's Flying Circus tank top. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yes, which I thought was so cool because he's this great, like, dynamic character. And on one hand, he is tough and he rides a motorcycle, but he's also this, like, artist who likes to express himself in different ways. And it makes sense that not only would he be, you know, tough on a motorcycle, but he'd also appreciate, like, British humor, you know? Like, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's way more sophisticated, I think, than uh, the Keatons give him credit for. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. No, I didn't catch that. I did like when he was wearing the tank top with the uh, sport coat for the dinner. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Always got to have that tank top. <laughs> but you know what? He dressed up. And also on the subject of clothes, Elise is still all in on the short shorts this episode. Oh, yeah. That's when she was feeding Andy. And I was yep. like, at first I thought she was wearing like khaki pants. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she stood up and I'm like, nope, those nope. are short shorts. I mean, what are we? We're 85 right now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So 85. Yeah. I mean, that's when I feel like it was probably either the late 80s or early 90s, even before you started getting like longer shorts. Yeah. Because by the time I was in, you know, high school, junior high, we definitely were doing longer shorts at that point. <laughs> oh my gosh. I had to graduate and they were still, well, obviously you only take uh, PE out here until what 10th grade so 9th and 10th grade you have to take it so but even my 10th grade year remember those shorts were tiny oh see by that point they let us wear them down to our knees you couldn't go past the knees oh but i had them all the way to the knees you know <laughs> oh yeah 100 percent. no we didn't have that option so i just wore sweats every day so even in the dead of summer you were wearing sweatpants <laughs> yeah if it's between that and short shorts that's the option right <laughs> oh 
hundred <laughs> percent. And one time I forgot to bring and you know, my high school colors were green, gold, and white. And so our short shorts were green and I <laughs> I grabbed a pair of sweats on my way out for PE, you know, throw in my locker. Uh-huh. And I grabbed red ones. So I had red and green clothes on. You know, it was like Christmas. <laughs> Christmas key. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that's not what I needed. <laughs> oh well. PE in school is rough, man. <laughs> it is. And that last year when you gotta do all the square dance and uh. You're already an awkward teenager, and now you gotta do square dancing with you know other people, and yeah, so weird. It was hard, but we survived. Yeah, barely, barely. Sha la la la. Well, so did I steal all of them, or did you have any other stuff that you wrote down that I didn't already say? So I did have just a couple that you didn't say. Okay. When Elise is trying to feed Andy and he's not eating, and so then she tries to feed Alex, Stephen <laughs> walks in the door and Alex is like, Dad, we need a new mom. This one's had it. <laughs> She's finally, you know, off the deep end. Oh, I was laughing. He did a great, like, baby impression, though, too, like, not <laughs> refusing to eat and stuff. And I like that she stood up and, like, she's like, bringing, oh, here's the train. Woo, choo choo. <laughs> and Alex is like, I'm 19. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> that was great. Uh, another point. Uh, Mallory's waiting for Nick, and they're like, oh, what are you going to do? And she's like, oh, Nick's going to help me study. And then Alex just goes, there go your chances for a D. (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh. The only other one I I wrote down that uh, you didn't already say is when they are at dinner, and Nick, uh, you know, everybody's trying to kind of figure out, like, you know, what do they say? What do they do? And he's like, oh, you guys eat dinner like this all the time? And Alex goes, oh, you mean with utensils? (laughs) (laughs) And Mallory, like, she has to get that big kick under the table. Like, she way under the table to kick Alex because it was a big table. Now, I feel like this table, like, we've not seen this dinner table before. This is, like, their formal dining area. Yeah. And I was trying to figure that out because it's, like, it's obviously not in the living room, which I thought it was at first. Maybe it's that in between the living room and the kitchen. Oh. So, do you think... So if you're in the kitchen, there's the door that's on the front of the stove that I think probably just goes out to the living room. Right. You think the one it's the one in the back that goes through the pantry? That's my guess because there's definitely something back there and we don't ever see the door. There's only one door that we see that goes into the living room from the kitchen. So there's got to be another room there that they're going into. Maybe it's that dining room. Yeah, could be. And it would make sense because it would go through. So, like, you know, they've done gags where people are going out one door and coming in the other right. one. Right, comes in and around and loops. So there's got to be another way in there. Yeah, okay. So that's my guess because it's like a narrower room. It wasn't in their living room. Uh, well, I guess, I mean, there's a chance that the house has got a bump out in the back there for that room or whatever. I guess so. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure how that geography works there. Well, and it, I mean, Elise can make anything work because she's an architect. Well, that's true. I mean, she's probably got some crazy designs. It, it's either that or it could be in between there. It could be in that bottom room. They just walk all the way through and we don't see it normally. Yeah, that's fun. So maybe we'll get uh, to see that room a little bit more often, you know? Yeah, I guess. Because normally when they eat, they're just in the kitchen. That's where we see them in that little round table in the kitchen. Yeah, the one that Gina Davis had to fix. That's right. oh gina davis two episodes but we miss her still yeah she still lives on in our hearts 
She does. Sha-la-la-la! Did this episode have a moral? It did, and I don't agree with it. It's a terrible moral. Oh, okay. What's the moral? So, you know, I was thinking of kind of about, like, what they were saying when Mallory and Steven were going back and forth and how she's like, you know, you, you raised me, you, you know, you instill the values in me and then you got to some point let go. So I said, you know, you train and teach the kids to be the best version of themselves that they can be. And at some point you have to trust them to make good decisions and let them lead their lives. And I thought that's garbage because you <laughs> want to trust them to do that. But at the same time, they're still kids. Yeah. They don't I mean, have she life high school still. Yeah. And so just because she's almost 18, you're just like, okay, I guess you can go date this guy. (laughs) And now, I mean, I don't know that they loved him or whatnot, but, you know, he doesn't seem like a bad guy. And again, you know, you've already picked up on a couple different things where he's pretty sensitive and he obviously cares very deeply for her, according to what he said. So, yeah, you know, do you stop that? I don't know. But I I think that, uh, you know, I, I still go to my mom and dad. And ask them for advice or talk to them about different things. And, you know, sure. I'm, I'm not uh, almost 18. Right. <laughs> I think I'm triple. Oh. <laughs> not quite. No, 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 not quite. <laughs> but I'm closer to triple than I'm not. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so it made me well, think garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Garbage, but good garbage and bad garbage. <laughs> right? There's a high quality garbage. How do you know the difference? <laughs> I love, too, that he shows the hat to Steven. He's like, this is made out of garbage. <laughs> the way Steven's like, ugh, and hands it back to him and wipes his hands like, ugh. Yeah, he pulls a napkin out of his pocket. Yeah. Well, for me, that is definitely, I, I saw that part. But the other moral I got out of it was, and I think that we're going to see more of this with Nick, but so far is that, you know, kind of just the classic don't judge a book by its cover. Yes. That there's there's hidden depths there. And even though Nick seems like, you know, a Rambo-loving, motorcycle-driving, you know, maniac, you know, we see he's an artist. He's obviously – he cares about Mallory. And even though it's hard for him to be social with people, he you know, he overcomes those fears to come meet her family because he cares about her. He's wearing a Monty Python shirt, which tells us that he's more than just – you know, like a, a motorcycle gang guy that he's, he's, he's an artist. And I think it's easy to look at him and see tough and not realize there's more there. Definitely. And well, and you said that it inspired Steven to really double down on uh, being a dad. So yeah, I think anytime you're inspired to be a better, you know, parent, then that's only a good thing. Yeah. Well said. I like your angle way better than mine because <laughs> mine just made me sad. I didn't like it. Well, I think that there's going to be a lot more learning on both of those fronts as we go forward with Nick. Because I just, I I love Nick episodes. He's great. And I'm so excited we're finally at Nick. Well, and I'm curious too, because like, is Alex ever going to come around on this? Hmm. Well, I guess that remains to be seen. Oh, I can't wait. Mm. Mm. I feel like, uh, you know, they really challenged the yuppie and Alex as much as they can. And it's still kind of funny because I could see Steven and Elise really like having some bond with Nick because he's kind of in that, you know, he does his own thing and he's an artist and, you know, they were hippies and free love and, you know. But it just goes to show that the dad instinct is overpowering his hippie instinct in this case. here. Yeah, definitely. I guess when it comes to your daughter, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Well, and, and Elise tried to remind him, like, think about when we were that age and how we would have been and. 
he was not having any of that, you know? <laughs> no. No. He just knew that uh, he didn't like Nick. Yes. Our daughter is dating Rambo. That's how he's Oh, he's going for first blood. That's right. Which is, incidentally, the first movie does not actually have Rambo in the title. Oh, it's just called First Blood, huh? And then the second one is Rambo First Blood Part 2. <laughs> I'm serious. They that Because they, Rambo was so recognizable, they had to put Rambo in the title. But it, that's what it's called. I don't even know that I knew that. So I did what is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> this is the funny part is that I knew that, but I've never actually watched any of those movies. <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> but I have plenty of useless knowledge tucked away in my brain just for this type of occasion. Oh, I bought a game on Amazon the other day, and it's all about useless uh, trivia, useless facts. What's it called? I don't know. <laughs> That's not one of those useless facts you've got yet? <laughs> no, it's actually right over here. Hang on. Okay. Okay, it's called Things They Don't Teach You in School, a crazy mix of fun facts, random trivia, and totally useless knowledge. Well, that sounds great. I love that kind yeah, of stuff. I do too. So this, I mean, like, you know, on the back, it tells you, like, why doesn't the Mona Lisa have eyebrows? And what year was shampoo invented? And then what? it says I other things. I love that kind of stuff. I know. But this one, I guess, is a little bit racy. It's a, I didn't realize it was, but uh, it says it's age 17 plus. Oh. Well, eyebrow discussion, you know, it's right. You don't, want, you don't want little kids talking about that. No, not at all. <laughs> it says it's got 400 unexpected questions and answers that you'll never see coming. Wow. I need to know those. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'm going to take it with us to Oregon when we do our trip. But when we get back, I'll let you borrow it and you guys can learn some totally useless facts. Oh, that's good. That's good. And that way it gives you a chance to play it. And you can give me the review and let me know. How yeah. racy are we talking? Can the kids play or whatever? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it does say um, one of the questions is what's the most common day of the week um, for mommy daddy time? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe maybe not like little kid appropriate. That's probably good. No, 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 no. But, okay. you know, I mean, is that just on the back of the thing to get people to buy it? They could be. Although I bought on Amazon and it didn't tell me that. So hmm. it's a party game, it says. You well, can play with two or more depends players in your party. Yeah, seventeen plus. How funny! So, yeah, I'll let you know how that goes. All right, I'm looking forward to it. Well, and I'm also, it's crazy, but I'm also looking forward to bringing this episode to a close because we're there. Oh, why are you looking forward to it? Well, just because that was a transition that I made between the thing I said before and the thing I said now. Oh, it's gotcha. called segue. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Wow, <laughs> man, you're like a professional. I know. I try. <laughs> And then I talk about it, and then I mess it all up because everyone knows now. So. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for Nick. So I know. Really, it's great. We have to go a couple of weeks before we do another episode? Really? We we do. I mean, that's just <sighs> – there's no way I'm going to be able to get it in between now and then. So, All right. It's you know, But it's like it would be if we're watching the show. I mean, it's not quite lined up this time because this was an October episode. But I was looking, and the way that the season is spread out – like, they took off an entire month. I think there's no episodes in, like, April or something. And then the season ends in May. So even though we're going to be off a little bit, I think it's going to line up just right with summer vacation. Oh, yeah. That's going to be perfect. Yeah. Man, we're so. actually, you know, it only took us a couple of years, but we're going to be right on target now. I think we're finally going to be in sync with this show. So it's Man, good. Wait, we're going to be in sync? I think so. Are we going to say bye-bye-bye? We might be, yes. Or... <laughs> 
I think that's the only name of a song of theirs I can think of. So you stole it already. <laughs> <laughs> I've won. You, you did it. Oh, but my I will gosh. be Justin. Wait, what's his name? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. I can't even think. It's Justin something. It is. Yeah. Justin Time? Justin Timberlake. That's it. Oh. I can't I think of the other guys either. I don't know yeah. anymore. <laughs> Joey Fatone. You know what? I did know that. I actually met him once. You did? I had a very brief conversation with him uh, at a party that I went to where we had a mutual acquaintance. Was he already in sync at this point? This is well after he was in NSYNC. This oh, was like okay. uh, Probably like four or five years ago. Oh, wow. He's very, very friendly. And we were, it was a party where we were watching like old movies and stuff. So we just kind of talked about the movies we'd been watching. That's about it. So, was this the one where you'd go from room to room? Yeah. And each room, it was like the theme was like a specific year. Yes. And we'd like, you know, so all the movies were, had come out at that year. And I believe, if I remember correctly, the movie we were discussing was Waterworld. Oh, I'm not mistaken. So, because I like Waterworld. I do too. I don't hate that movie. I don't either. And you always got to watch out for a little girl with the tattoo on her back. <laughs> That's a big sign right there. You got to look out yeah. for that. Or a guy with gills, right? Yes, 100%. That's a rabbit hole there. Well, thank you so much, Keith, for joining me yet again on another episode of Alex Bikitin is My Friend. It's always my pleasure to be on Alex Bikitin is My Friend. That's fantastic. Hey, is there a place where we have like a Facebook group of people who are interested in being friends with Alex B. Keaton is my friend? There is. And it's on Facebook. That's the place. Hey, that's a great place. You should totally join us. Yes. Yes, you should. That would be fantastic. Of course, also while you're there, please like our Facebook page. And if you guys would like to get in touch with us, you can always write to us at alexbkeatonismyfriend at gmail.com. Or you can use the contact form at alexbkeatonismyfriend.com. Nice. I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to send us a letter. That would that would be great. I'd like to hear from you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't tell get me what you think me. of the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think it's great. The co-hosts are uh, amazing. They're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. <laughs> Two of my favorite people. Well, thanks uh, also to you wonderful listeners for joining us. We appreciate you guys being here with us as always. We hope you guys have a great couple of weeks off here. You know, hope you guys have. Good Christmas and New Year's or whatever you're celebrating and wherever you're at. I think that's going to do it. So we'll see you next time on another very special episode of Alex P. Keaton is my friend. What would we do, baby, without us? What would we do, baby, without us? And there ain't no nothing we can love each other through. What would we 